We're going to move on. What, if anything, guys, will the Chiefs do at the trade deadline in six days? My guess is that they'll do something. I You're sitting on 12 picks. That feels like too many. Eh, you know, I don't, I don't think they're picking 12 guys, especially because 10 guys from their draft class last year made their roster somehow. <laughs> so like, it feels even less likely now knowing that. But I don't think it's a big move. As much as I'd be interested in a guy like Robert Quinn or something like that caliber of move, I think probably what you're looking at is depth moves at either defensive line or corner. If the Chiefs are to make a move, I think they really only come in those two areas. No real reason to target running back for anybody who's asking for Kareem Hunt back. That's insane. No real reason to target wide receiver, in my opinion, unless you're going to try to go find a right tackle, which also feels like you're paying too high of a price. The only two areas make sense are depth at defensive line, kind of like what the, you know, the Cowboys did today, right? You take the Raiders interior defensive linemen, so you're deeper. You're not, wow, they're a Super Bowl contender now. You didn't trade for Aaron Donald in the middle of the season. You didn't trade for Von Miller. I think it's a lower tier deal, but I do think they'll do something. I agree, and I think it's the same position. I think it's got to be pass rush. If you can find help in the secondary, that'd be great. Two weeks ago, I probably would have said like, hey, can you kick the tires on Kadarius Tony up in New York, who's obviously had problems, but Giants are winning football games. They don't have a huge impetus to move guys right now. And they're winning games with guys at wide receiver that like I couldn't convince you guys are real NFL players, but that's just Brian <laughs> Dable and Saquon Barkley for you. Uh, the Texans are an interesting team, though, because they have two guys. The Texans right now, if the season ended, would have the number two overall pick, and I believe the number five overall pick because of a trade or the the Browns compensation. So uh, that's a team that's probably trying to stockpile picks and retool and try and figure out if they can find a replacement for Davis Mills. They've got two guys on their roster, and I don't know the the contract details, and I don't. I'm not going to get into like super specifics, but Jerry Hughes, Rasheem Green. Four sacks, three and a half sacks. One of them's 34. One of them's 25. So they may be willing to part with the older guy before the younger guy. But I'm with you. Like a, a Carlos Dunlap type where we're not going to play you a ton. We may play you 40% of snaps, 30% of snaps. But as we saw on Sunday against the Niners, the way you can play and win football games becomes so much easier when you have a reliable pass rush. And as good as Frank Clark was against the Niners, we know those games are not going to be there every single week. So if you can just add another piece that can occasionally get in the backfield, occasionally get pressure and put pressure on the other guys that are already playing, like even for a guy like George Karloftis, I want to see him play as much as possible, but you don't think another dude vying for snaps is going to sort of light a fire under him a little bit more to know that, Hey, my snaps aren't guaranteed because this team's trying to win a Super Bowl, and they're going to put priority over that as opposed to just helping me progress along in my NFL career. This team wants to win now. So I think bringing in guys kind of like they did with Melvin Ingram last year, who ended up being a, a really nice addition could be huge for this defense. Well, and, and Dana has been hurt and Turk Wharton's after the year. Mm -hmm. So simply put, they just need the depth. Dana, Dana got back on the field for a game and then immediately was out the following missed three weeks prior to that. So he was to start the season, a starting defensive end for them. It was Clark and Dana by week two is Carl Loftus in the starting role. And Carl Loftus is a starting defensive end has a half a sack in seven games. So, I mean, they just, they very plain and simple need the depth. 
even if it's not a star, Nick, even if you're saying it's Jerry Hughes and he's 34 years old and it's another Carlos Dunlap one year, we're going to put together the uh, the aging all-stars of defensive ends who have more than 60 sacks and see what happens. And so be it. That I mean, you can make that work just as long as you got a couple of other guys and it's better than, you know, better than the current options here. The secondary feels like a luxury. The offensive line feels like a luxury. The wide receivers feel like the luxury. The defensive end feels like a necessity. Like you better put someone on this roster. Otherwise, you're kind of content to be where you are. I know we're coming off a five sack game and the Chiefs are 10th in the NFL in sacks, but I think we know that's a bit of a paper tiger and consistency wise, they've been worse than that. Okay. Can we, since we got all the boring stuff out of the way, can we do the, the fantasy trades? Can we do yeah. the yes. home run swings? Who is, who is the, who is the, the dream world trade player that the Chiefs could acquire at the deadline? Oh my gosh. Ugh. How far in the fantasy are we going? Because I want to say Aaron Donald <laughs> hey. because he's on a bad team. But <laughs> want to go, man? The good one. Like, look, I, I want to say Aaron Donald. Although, uh, just to be clear, Chris Jones currently ranks above Aaron Donald as the number one interior pass blocking win rate defensive end in the entire NFL. He has been more successful than Aaron Donald this year in that category, which is its own right is obviously ludicrous. I think the one that I really want to happen that isn't going to happen is Robert Quinn. He's coming off his best game. He's a proven pass rusher. He's expensive, but not so expensive. And here's the thing, Nick, it's not just you get him for this year. You pretty much have to pay him next year and you have the choice to pay him. What is a reasonable ish sum in year three, which means you're doing the same thing. I just talked about with Juju Smith-Schuster buying yourself time to find more pass rushers. Because when the Chiefs keep picking in the draft, it ain't going to be easy. Which means you're going to have to keep supplementing with veteran defensive ends. Quinn buys me time. It both solves part of the problem for this year and buys me time. I like that combination. Well, I was going to ask you guys, unrelated but related, where are we at with giving a hoot about giving getting OBJ after what we saw Sunday? How much did that conversation change? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wide receivers did. We were all just like, you know what? Screw him. Get him out of here. Uh, <laughs> I was all on board last week. Now I'm like, whatever. Honestly, okay. I'm still on board. It's the same thing. The 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 Rams offense was doing great. Then they just added Odell. Who's well, your team, Nick? Well, because Odell, I would still say this. As good as McColl was, two of his touchdowns came in the run game. I would love to have him as your slot receiver working across the middle. Or yeah. just using, like, Juju's so versatile. You can sort of use him as a tight end. He gets a lot of his plays in the middle anyway, like sort of moving all those guys around. We know how this offense runs. I would still love, love, love to have Odell in this offense. Dude, I'm, I'm going with the big name. Let's just do it. All right. It's been, it's been the name that everybody in the league has been talking about defensively over the last week. Brian Burns, defensive yeah. end in Carolina. Now I get it. Mm -hmm. It is a high asking price. Apparently, uh, I don't believe this, but the Panthers rejected a trade for two first round picks. Let me just ask you that right now for a guy who has five sacks. He is 25 years old, 24 years old. Yep. I mean, that's a guy that you, that, that's, that would be a Frank Clark like trade from a couple of years ago. You would trade him and you trade for him. And then you would immediately sign him to a massive long-term deal. Sold. Let's I'm in. I do it. I would trade two, two first, first round okay. picks. Yeah, they can happen. <laughs> Kayla, would yep. you trade two first round picks as well? Yeah. Dude, I would. I'm, a, I'm in that age with that ability. Yeah. 
We, I mean, think about the mantra of this team every single year since they got Patrick Mahomes. When now? When now? When now? So why would this not apply? I un, like you, you have nailed the draft two straight years, and you got a lot of draft picks still. And over the last two years, you have got guys that look like long-term starters. Why not go all in and get a guy? By the way, if you could draft the next Brian Burns, you do it. Yes. But the chances of you doing that are so slim. And if he's out there if for, legitimately for two first-round picks, you got to do it. They, I mean, again, they. I would less need it. Just you can have them. I don't care. <laughs> F them picks. All yours. Yeah, F them picks. Well, I guess it's a podcast. We can say fuck them picks. Don't care about them. Doesn't matter. Just get like, that's the kind of player you take the risk. By the way, is we can hate parts of the Frank Clark trade now. They traded for Frank Clark and immediately won the Super Bowl in part partially because he was great. He was a big reason why they won it. So it's not exactly discouraging me from that conversation. When now? Got it. All right. Obviously, the Chiefs are on a bye this week. So, guys, what's the number one thing you'll be paying attention to in the NFL this weekend? I want to know if Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers really stink this bad. Aaron Rodgers today, or sorry, we're recording the podcast. So today when he recorded it yesterday for the purposes of who are listening on on Wednesday, he said, my quarterback coach said, I'm doing great. And my wide receivers stink and guys who stink should play less. That's what he said on a podcast today. I want to know if Rodgers and Brady really are this bad or if any time they've played bad in their career, the rebound always came because this time it honestly feels different. It feels like the rebound's not coming for either. Yeah, like to to a certain extent, I just want to see, like, are they in the same boat? Because when I watch Rodgers play, I see a guy that I wonder, how did this guy just win back-to-back MVPs? Whereas Brady, like some of it, I feel like, okay, like they're, they're going to figure this. I feel like we've been here before with Brady where I'm not convinced we've been here before with Rogers. So part of me, I, I just want to see like, are, are they in the same boat? Rogers looks like he can't push the ball downfield anymore. Where Brady, like he chucked one right in the bread basket to a wide open Mike Evans. that should have been six. And he just bobbled it in the game completely took a different spill. I'm actually going to go to the other side. I want to know who the legit contenders in the NFC are. We thought it was going to be those two teams. We thought it was going to be the Packers. We thought it was going to be the Bucks and a handful of other teams. We thought it was going to be the Rams. All those teams are floundering. Now it's the Eagles and the Vikings. I want to know which teams in the NFC I'm actually supposed to be taken seriously. Going back to my vibe check, how great would a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl be? That'd be the Super fun. Bowl that Andy All built. the Andy stories, yeah. I know. It would be his Super Bowl. All the Andy stories would come right back into full flex. That would be fun. They're kind of Nick Sirianni's kind of a fun, like they're just, they're an interesting team. Plus the Kelsey brothers against each other. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? It's everything that has uh, every storyline. It's really good. I love that already. <laughs> we're speaking it into existence. Um, As far as what we're looking at, I mean, obviously going to have my eye on the bills. They have the Packers. That should be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm mostly focused on the AFC, I guess. Yeah, it's are the Bills this good? Because if they are and the Packers are this bad, they should just steamroll them the way the Chiefs just did the 49ers. Just go beat them 35 to 20 and call it a day. The Brady Rogers thing, though, is 
it, does it make us sad or is it just like, hey, next generation's coming? I'm going to tell you what. Thanks for all you did. I'm going to tell you what, Kayla. Um, I haven't lost any sleep over. <laughs> you and a lot of other people. I think, I think I'm going to manage. You know, it's, it's been a trying time, but I think I'm going to get through it. I'll say this. I still, I, I might be the only person, like you mentioned the Bucks trying to figure it out, Nick, and I think you were in the majority. I think they stink and are going to stink all year. They do not have enough talent. They don't have enough talent. At def- they don't have enough talent on the offensive line or defensive line. Their defense got old. They don't have enough star power. Their wide receivers can't stay healthy and their quarterback's not playing well. It just feels like they're 500. They're 500 because Tom Brady still exists and he's not that bad. But it's just like they don't feel like a good team. They'll probably still win their division, though, because the AFC South stinks. I'll say what I'll tell you what the only thing the only thing I'm a little bit bummed about is for three straight years now I've been wishing for a State Farm Super Bowl like <laughs> I, I want to see we we saw Mahomes Brady I want to see Mahomes and Rogers and Same. it's looking like we're not going to get that so that bums me out a little bit but you know what if it's Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts I don't think I'm going to be thinking about Aaron Rodgers that night. And we're going to get Mahomes Allen maybe in the postseason again. So, yeah, I think we'll be okay. Hashtag blessed. All right. That is Nick Schwartz. He is Cody Tap. I'm Kayla Canaram. This is It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Thank you all for listening. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you all next time.